0: This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Honey.
1: We are barely into this week, and it's already been a very wild ride for conservative grifters and former members of the Trump administration, starting in the early hours of Monday morning when former World of Warcraft gold farming magnate and chief strategist to the Donald Trump White House, Steve Bannon, turned himself in and was arrested by federal authorities. He was charged with criminal contempt because he failed to comply with a House committee subpoena related to their investigation into the January 6th Capitol riots as well as just refusing to supply documents for that subpoena, just ignoring
0: it. Yeah, that's a great way to get yourself arrested, mm-hmm. if, you, if you want to speed run that. Yes. Uh, and as a way to apparently make himself out to be some kind of martyr here and keep his base highly engaged and angered, Mr. Bannon, of course, live-streamed his arrest on the conservative social media app Getter. Uh, here's a description of the scene, as well as some quotes from the Daily Dot. The live stream shows Bannon arriving to turn himself in to federal authorities in a black SUV. He makes his way into a crowd of reporters, then turns to address the camera. Is this us, he asked. Bannon then took the opportunity to promote both Getter and his podcast, which also livestreamed the arrest. We're here today, I don't want anybody to take their eye off the ball of what we do every day, he continued in apparently good spirits. We've got the Hispanics coming on our side, African Americans coming on our side. We're taking down the Biden regime. In conclusion, Bannon said, I want you guys to stay focused, stay on message, signal not noise. This is noise, he said, referring to his arrest. hmm
1: uh, as for what happened after he turned himself in, uh, here's the Associated Press with more. Bannon did not enter a plea and is due back in court on Thursday for the next phase of what could be the first high-level trial in connection with January's insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Federal Magistrate Judge Robin Merriweather released him without bail, but required him to check in weekly with court officials and ordered him to surrender his passport. If convicted, Bannon faces a minimum of 30 days and a maximum of one year behind bars on each count, prosecutors said. Um, th- and this is all while uh, multiple indictments have come down on former Trump officials, including, uh, most recently, former Trump advisor Stephen Miller. Damn, that's a uh, shame. <laughs> as, as well as former White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany. Uh, among many,
0: many others. Yeah, in a joint statement regarding this latest group of indictments relating to January 6th, the committee's chairman, Benny Thompson, said the following. The select committee wants to learn every detail of what went on in the White House on January 6th and in the days beforehand. We need to know precisely what role the former president and his aides played in efforts to stop the counting of the electoral votes and if they were in touch with anyone outside the White House attempting to overturn the outcome of the election. We believe the witnesses subpoenaed today have relevant information, and we expect them to comply fully with the select committee's investigation as we work to get answers for the American people, make recommendations on changes to the law to protect our democracy, and help ensure that nothing like January 6th ever happens again. And as for the big man himself, Trump has been filing lawsuits in an attempt to block any kind of evidence related to the Capitol riots from being presented to the committee. And just last week, a federal judge rejected a bid from Trump to block the committee from obtaining White House records for its investigation. So, uh uh-oh. Yeah. Or maybe nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would hope that this would actually result in some punishments, but it's hard to believe that it will. I mean, Bannon is, you know,
0: like 30 days. Yeah. Like, it's just... I guess I'm just like... And it's great marketing for him. Yeah. He's I, he's, he's already... I'm just so
1: worn down by the it. idea of people getting away with horrendous shit and it not not really having an effect on their lives at all. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, I, I'm going to set my sights low and hope for the best, I guess, with this yeah.
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the people who've been waiting five years for Donald Trump to get arrested and thrown into prison any day now. Any day. Um, I feel sorry for those people because yeah. it's got to be... a. Rough way
1: to live. Uh, he's still very active on his website, of course. Uh, he's been calling uh, uh, Mitch McConnell a uh, withered old crow a lot recently. Yes, let uh, them fight. He's been making fun of uh, another uh, uh, woman from The View pretty recently. Oh. Um, so it, it's all, you know. Nothing that really pertains to this that isn't just the same shit that he said over and over again. Basically, like, the, his, the, the uh, he, his perceived attack on him versus the Capitol riot thing that he maybe inspired is basically just like, well, where what are they doing about the Black Lives Matter people? It's just the same old song and dance over yeah. and over again. So it's not really worth mentioning. But um, as far as actual justice is concerned, Like we said, Monday was a busy day in the world of right-wing grifters, and we now have a follow-up story regarding the defamation lawsuits filed by the families of the Sandy Hook victims against InfoWars owner and host, Alex Jones. He was found guilty in all of the remaining Sandy Hook cases, yes, uh, where he was, of course, sued for spreading fake conspiracy theories about the shooting, including claims that family members were crisis actors, in what appeared to be an attempt to uh, convince his viewers that it was a false flag operation, which would then be used to disarm the country. Uh, Jones will now be forced to pay damages to all of those families. And it actually feels kind of weird seeing the justice system work once in a while, Mm -hmm. uh, even if he did lose these cases by default for just refusing to turn over documents. Yeah. Um, This is like when mob bosses uh, didn't get arrested for like the many other crimes that they did. But it was like taxes. It's like all of these uh, GOP and conservative guys are just outright protesting to present any of the documents that any court is
0: requesting of them or even to show up. So Alex Jones can say for the rest of his life that this wasn't a fair trial. Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't get to speak. It's like, well, you were, you had every opportunity. You weren't involved in the
1: process (laughs) despite our demands that you should be. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how all of this is working out. And at least in this case, uh, it ended up in favor of the families. But uh, here's the New York Times with more on this judgment.
0: A state court in Connecticut granted a sweeping victory to the families of eight people killed in a 2012 mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut, who had sued the far-right broadcaster and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and his Infowars media outlet for defamation. The judge ruled on Monday that because Mr. Jones had refused to turn over documents ordered by the courts, including financial records, he was liable by default. The decision, combined with previous rulings in Texas in late September, means Mr. Jones has lost all the defamation lawsuits filed against him by the families of 10 victims. Lawyers for Mr. Jones said he would appeal. Juries in Connecticut and Texas will next decide how much Mr. Jones should pay the families in damages in addition to court costs. Those trials are scheduled for next year in both states. So, yeah. the process continues. He's got a lot of money, though. Uh, someone commented that he, he let slip, like, he's let slip a couple times how much money he has, and it's an insane amount, and mm-hmm. uh, that will surely be entered as evidence in... Uh, I would imagine is all settled. The, the judgments are going to be very high. Yeah.
1: Um, be, uh, just the cost of, uh, specifically I know for a fact that one family has had to move multiple times yeah. because of the harassment they re- received from viewers. It's yeah. Uh, it's horrific. These yeah.
0: people, they lost a child.
1: And then their lives as well. To
0: murder, and yeah. then they had to spend the next several years. just laying low and moving constantly. While grieving. Yeah, it's awful. And, and having uh, it to be constantly fuck Alex up. Jones yeah. for enabling all of that.
1: Um, but while we're on the topic of politics, let's take a quick break from America. Woo! And point the finger at France, whose president, Emmanuel Macron- Macron. Decided to change the color of their flag back in July what? of last year. And nobody even noticed. Uh, seriously, the, the French flag was changed well over a year ago, and no one said a damn thing about it. What? Uh, to be fair, he only changed one of the colors, and it was to just a, a darker shade of blue. But it's still a change that no one noticed. Hmm. Here's Insider with more on the decision. France changed the color blue used in the country's flag, and the detail went unnoticed for more than a year, according to multiple reports. According to French news site C News, the color change is a return to a darker navy shade that was used before 1976, when then-President Elliot helped me hear, Valerie Giscard d'Estaing decided to make the (laughs) colors lighter to better match the European Union's flag. The new shade is also a hat tip to the French Revolution and a very political attempt to reconnect with the past, French site Europe One reported. There's been no administrative communication regarding the color change, and no instructions have been given to replace any official flags, the Europe One report said. Last year, the new flag was raised above the presidential palace, but there was no celebration or any acknowledgement, the BBC reported. Despite the decades long switch to a lighter flag, the country's
0: navy and other official buildings have
1: always used the darker shade, the BBC reported.
0: There's gotta be like at least a few people on the streets of Paris who were like, I swear to God, it's a different color. Why does everyone think I'm crazy? Why me? No, they changed it. They changed it. That's not the same blue. I'm glad it's back, but it's still driving me nuts. Uh, and the article does show a couple photos that compare the two flags. And, I mean, yeah, it is definitely different. Mm-hmm. But, meanwhile, here in America, we change flags all the time. We've got the more traditional flag. Boring. Uh, then there's also a whole bunch of others that almost anyone who is actually patriotic would probably find offensive because they're black and white with a stripe of A certain color, usually blue, across (laughs) them, representing different government or authoritarian forces. Uh, You've got the thin blue line for cops, the red line for firefighters, the yellow line for dispatchers, orange for search and rescue, the purple line for security, green for federal agents and military... And so on and so forth. Then you got all all of those, but with Mickey Mouse variations yes, for the of people who are in are part of those groups, and also adult Disney fans.
1: Yeah. Well, we we should just take all of those and combine <laughs> them into one flag so that everyone's happy. Hey, there you go. It's got there. all the colors. Wow. You know what? I actually like that.
0: That's our new flag. I
1: love my big gay flag.
0: Yep. Mhm. I love my big gay
1: flag. <laughs> now there's a flag you can hug. Yeah. Uh, all right. We do have other news to get to, but first, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Honey. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Here's how it works. Imagine you're, uh, you're shopping on one of your favorite sites, and then when you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and if they find a working coupon, you watch the prices drop. So,
0: I ordered a, a very expensive computer, and Honey saved me several hundred dollars of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, pretty remarkable. So, especially yeah. if you're looking for a computer right now, yeah, you're, you're going to save a lot. You're making a big purchase. Honey will save you a lot of money. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, Honey's found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. We would never recommend something that we don't use. So get Honey free at joinhoney.com ITDaily. That is joinhoney.com ITDaily.
1: All right, now uh, back into the news with a story that's uh, unsettling, to say the least. Russia shot a missile into space and blew up a satellite, which caused a large debris field that has now threatened the International Space Station and everyone on board. And to be fair, the satellite that they blew up was their own. Yeah. So they're not shooting our satellites out of the sky yet. But the subsequent danger that they've put space agencies and citizens from multiple countries in is uh, we would assume pretty unforgivable. This is, this is
0: like starting a bonfire in your backyard. <laughs> Why? Why is everybody <laughs> mad at me? It's And it's, it's like, like catching a, yeah, everything else on embers fire. Embers flying everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's like having a gender reveal party in a national park. Yeah yeah. 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 Uh astronauts on board, they literally had to shelter in place when the space station passed the debris field. Fine. And it and it Passed the debris field so far multiple times. So they had to like keep doing drills where they were like, all right, we might hit something this Isn't time. Isn't this
0: the plot of the movie Gravity? <laughs> yeah, it might be. I, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, it's the ISS astronauts, like sh- the space station got, gets hit by a bunch of fucking debris and well, they so have to go Well, so that's abandon. the thing is
1: like, even the smallest amount of debris can do catastrophic yeah. harm to something
0: because both of them There's are no flying, friction in space, and yeah. And thousands
1: of miles per hour. Uh, yeah, so, and by the way, Uh, That's the ISS. There's also the SpaceX crew that uh, just got up there recently. They had to shelter inside the Dragon capsule uh, that's currently docked on the space station. So um, probably something they shouldn't have to worry about all the time, but uh, now they do. Here's more from this bizarre space drama from The
0: Verge. This morning, Russia destroyed one of its own satellites with a ground-based missile, creating thousands of pieces of debris that have spread out into Earth orbit, according to the US State Department. The U.S. has identified more than 1,500 trackable pieces of debris from the event and many thousands of smaller ones that cannot be traced, Ned Price, a spokesperson for the State Department, said during a briefing. News comes amid reports from Russia's space agency Roscosmos that the astronauts living on board the International Space Station had to shelter in place this morning due to a cloud of space debris that seemed to be passing by the station every 90 minutes. Jesus. The time it takes for the ISS to orbit the Earth. Quote, this test will significantly increase the risk to astronauts and cosmonauts on the International Space Station, as well as to other human spaceflight activities. Price told reporters, "Russia's dangerous and irresponsible behavior jeopardizes the long-term sustainability of our space, and clearly demonstrates that Russia's claims of opposing the weaponization of space are disingenuous and hypocritical." Okay, what, well, I mean, we're trying to weaponize space too, so yeah. I don't know that last part. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. some State Department bullshit. But,
1: exactly, but the, the fact that they have. Fifteen hundred trackable pieces. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, trash. <laughs> yeah. And that's big enough to be tracked by like radar or whatever. We need to set up a big net.
0: Yeah, S- space net. Catch all that trash.
1: But it has to be small enough, like a bolt going through the wrong part
0: of the space uh, station. Throw up Is... a big magnet. To, <laughs> yes, uh, to we need catch a space magnet. Big space magnet. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: hmm Helmed by Violent J. There's your solution. I have no idea how
1: this works, but we're it's gonna crazy. Do it. Yeah, he's the real space cowboy. That's why he's quitting music. Exactly. I was called up by the Space Force. Mm -hmm. Um, Their reporting continues with a quote from NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, who said the following in a statement to the outlet, I'm outraged by this irresponsible and destabilizing action. With its long and storied history in human spaceflight, it is unthinkable that Russia would endanger not only the American and international partner astronauts on the ISS, but also their own cosmonauts. There are seven people currently living on the ISS, two of which are Russian cosmonauts. Private space tracking company Leo Labs confirmed on Twitter that it had observed multiple objects that are now in the location of an old Russian satellite called Cosmos-1408, which has now been confirmed to be the target of the ASAT test. ASAT tests are often considered political moves that showcase a nation's capability of taking out satellites. But uh, they are a source of concern for those in the space industry because of their propensity to cause giant fields of satellite fragments. Yeah. Looks like this is a job for... The
0: Space Force. Yeah. But unironically. Yeah, this is a job for them. Yeah. And? I still don't know exactly what they do. Well, um, they're going to send up a big magnet. Yes. And catch all that debris. Yes, a big
1: co- like cartoon-looking oh. magnet. Chunk, chunk, chunk,
0: chunk, And then a the big net for the rest of the stuff that's not uh, magnetized.
1: I, w- I was at a Dodger game earlier this year, and they do, like, every game, they'll have, like, a military hero of the game. Mm-hmm. And then we have everyone, you know, you stand up or whatever. And, uh, and it was someone from the Space Force. And they were very young, and I was just like, all right, look, I'm,
0: I'm not going to say anything. This is some uh, Just Boot thing material. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I salute our <laughs> our Space our Force Space veterans. Force.
1: Yeah, and I was like, okay, like, usually it's like a, a, a Vietnam veteran or something, and they do their whole, like, list of service, and it's like, yeah. hey, look, you probably didn't want to be there, you, you, but good for you. Yeah. And it's like the Space Force, it was like, in the newly named Space Force, here's cadet so-and-so, and I was just like, some
0: gave all, all, <laughs> all gave some, some gave all, here's your... Space for Yeah, it's uh that's fucking weird. I mean it's yeah. all it's the the only reason we haven't even have this shit at sports games is for recruiting purposes. I
1: just remembered that to be fair, I kinda feel like a dick now. I just remembered that it happened on Star Wars night. And I don't know if that makes it funnier or less funny, but it was on Star Wars night. May the fourth? Yes.
0: I don't whatever. Who cares? It's just funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Their hey. uniforms are cool. They are cool. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, back here on Earth, we've got plenty of average citizens causing plenty of chaos without the need of Russian bombs. And yeah, things are space. And things are probably only going to get worse as we face literally the biggest travel weekend since the beginning of the pandemic. And as we're talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas. Get ready. Yeah. If you thought people were poorly behaved in the airports and on airplanes Nobody. during the rest of the pandemic, just wait. Just you fucking wait. Apparently, Thanksgiving—the two weekends combined—obviously
1: make it much, much more chaotic than Christmas because uh, Christmas people start filing out at different times. There's not like people go at different times. Thanksgiving is like
0: it's those yeah, two weekends. A it's big nonstop. crunch. Yeah. So yeah, um, what better time for all the major airlines? to reintroduce hard liquor as an option on their flights. We're back, baby. They they got rid of the liquor because they're like, oh, clearly these people, they've gone feral. They don't know how to behave themselves in public. They can't hold their liquor anymore, so we're gonna stop serving shots of hard liquor on our airplanes. And in a lot of cases, just straight up beer. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, United announced and then enacted the change on Monday of this week. Here's CNN. United Airlines is once again serving hard liquor on its <laughs> flights. Party liquor. <laughs> serving hard liquor on its flights. A service it stopped early in the pandemic. Starting Monday, United is selling mini booze bottles. <laughs> booze bottles in economy <laughs> class on domestic flights of more than 300 miles. In response to the feedback we've received from both customers and flight attendants.
1: What flight attendant? Bring
0: gonna... back the booze.
1: What <laughs> flight back... attendant is going to want that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, well, they're tired of getting yelled at. Yes. For not having This it. is
1: United being like, we're losing thousands of dollars every flight yeah. from people that were buying booze.
0: Spending yeah, $10 I mean, on it a micro It is sort of like the popcorn machine at the movie theater. Right? Yeah. it's a uh, the, the flight itself is a loss leader. Mm-hmm. They make money on the concessions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to, that was according to a statement from the airline which continues, the ability to offer a complete food and beverage menu is something that we know is important to our customers, United said. Yeah, that complete food menu is like, it's like a fucking
1: bologna sandwich. Beef or chicken. And that's, that's on like an international flight, yeah. maybe. A domestic flight is like do you want a ham sandwich and it's $17 Here's and you get a, a bag yeah. of
0: chips? Here's a $20 Lunchable. Yes. You fucking pig. Exactly.
1: <laughs> or you want a, a cheese board that is literally yeah. just like a, a bag of cheese and then a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, it's back, though. Yeah. Uh, what could go wrong? With people already stressed uh, about traveling during a traditionally chaotic few days, on top of anti-mask weirdos doing their frequent TED Talks during flights and others, Getting straight-up violent with workers in an industry that, like many others, is facing a labor shortage. Adding liquor back on the menu is definitely an idea that couldn't possibly go wrong or potentially fuel an onslaught of unruly passengers. Buckle in, everyone. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a wild two weeks. But at least there will be no shortage of content for social media platforms. I can, I can almost guarantee that we are going to see a lot of in-flight videos in the next two weeks. Yeah. But uh, these days, however, people, they're not even waiting to get on the plane before they start causing chaos by flexing their freedom muscles. Case in point, this story from Minneapolis from the Minneapolis airport told by their local CBS affiliate.
0: Telling agents he did not have to stop because it's a free country, a 44-year-old Minneapolis man is charged with threatening TSA workers at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. The charges state that he also swung a stanchion linepost before throwing it at agents taking his clothes off and masturbating. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office has filed a complaint against Frank Towers. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Investigating, I'm going to show you my tower. <laughs> Investigators say the incident happened at the Skyway checkpoint early last Friday morning. Towers allegedly told one TSA employee that he was going to kill them. Officers gave him commands to stop and move away from the checkpoint, which he did not abide. Charges state that's when Towers was tasered. He then swung his arms above his head in an attempt to hit an officer. Backup officers took Towers into custody while he continued to fight with them. Surveillance video footage shows Towers punching and headbutting TV screens at the airport, taking his clothes off, and masturbating. This happened about an hour before the incident at the checkpoint. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hold on. We've got some unaccounted-for time in this timeline. <laughs> what did he do for an hour before they, no one stopped him? Before did, I, did he masturbate to completion and just put his clothes back on and then go to the gate like what or the check I'm very confused
1: yeah and it's like uh, well okay we don't want to cause any drama right now we'll just wait until he gets to the TSA checkpoint and then surely he'll have calmed down by then Uh, yeah like
0: there's a there's some missing details here that uh, are probably very interesting sir are you the man that an hour ago was uh, butt naked jerking off and headbutting TVs (laughs) like 50 feet over that way no Imagine, like, coming
1: up to the line, and you're like, ah, oh, jeez, we're in line with the guy that was just jerking off. Yeah.
0: Can yeah. someone please help? And where did he put the cum? In his pants, probably.
1: He probably just pulled his pants back up. Damn. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Towers has been charged with fourth-degree assault against a peace officer, as well as making threats of violence with reckless disregard for risk, both felonies. He also has at least three charges in other criminal cases still pending involving domestic assault in Olmstead County. Yeah, Ugh. So- sounds
1: like a real winner. Yeah. Now over in gaming news though, surprise gamers, look under your seats. It's Halo Infinite and it's out literally right now. Right now! Yeah, debuting on the Xbox platform as well as PC, three weeks ahead of schedule. A literal surprise. Yeah. Um, now you heard that right, Halo Infinite. It's out, it's playable right now. Surely pissing off EA, who is releasing Battlefield 2042 literally this week. Yep. And you can also play that one now. It's like 10 hours for free. Yeah. Apparently. Sadly, not very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play it myself, but uh, the things I've heard about it make me very sad. Too bad. Did away with a lot of things that made Battlefield great, apparently. Yeah. To be clear, though, uh, the Halo thing, it's only the multiplayer mode that's available now. Single player still looks like it's going to be released on schedule, but this is great news. Yeah. Especially because the multiplayer mode is free to play. You can just go get it. It's even on Steam. And it crashed Steam for a little bit because everyone's like, holy shit, Yeah, I can play Halo Infinite right now. Uh, there were some announcements alongside uh, the Halo debut, but who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, okay, great. That's yeah. great. I'm going to be playing Halo for Shut a moment. Shut
0: up. I'm I need to go download some stuff. And I did play
1: it, and it's awesome. It looks great. I was playing on PC. Uh, the frame rate, amazing. Game looks great. Doesn't look like shit like in the trailer last year.
0: Yeah. Uh, it took me a little while to get back used to it, but started kicking ass in it. It was great. So they finally found the right balance between cartoony and smooth and texture yeah. and gritty. Yeah, it looks cool. Because that was their big problem is...
1: I mean, it, there's look. They there's made, some goofy shit with it. Like, there's a battle pass, which we'll talk yeah. about, and like you can get like poses and stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's Halo, but it's more of like a bro-y shooter thing. Sure. There's a Phase Clan armor set. Sure. To be fair, there's other esports teams,
0: but it's just, it is funny to be like, do you want to have the Phase set? I'd like the publicly traded Phase Clan mm-hmm. armor set. Yeah. Anyways, uh,
1: here's more from Ars Technica.
0: As part of its Xbox 20th anniversary celebration livestream today, Microsoft announced the surprise launch of Halo Infinite's free-to-play multiplayer mode, which is available now! for Xbox One, Series S, slash X, and PC. The game will be available on Xbox Cloud streaming later today. So, that's already happened. Today's launch includes access to all the game's day one maps and the tutorial-filled Academy mode, as well as access to paid and unlockable cosmetic add-ons via the Battle Pass system. The matchmaking system supports 4v4 arena modes, 12v12 big team battles on larger maps, a bot boot camp against computer-controlled opponents, or custom games with settings and maps of your choice. More details are available on Halo Waypoint. Elsewhere in the stream, Microsoft announced that 70 additional titles from the original Xbox and Xbox 360 are now available for backward compatible play on more recent Xbox consoles. This includes more than 20 original Xbox titles and all the games from the Max Payne and Fear franchises, to just name a few. All of these titles will be enhanced with Auto HDR on compatible hardware, while 11 will also boost FPS boost. So, damn. Yeah, that Game Pass is a hell of a deal. It and, is. Uh, like, I don't
1: want to sound like a company show. Like, I I really have no, like, you know, whatever for Microsoft. But like, the Game Pass has proven time and time again that it is consistently a great deal. Yeah. Like, it, there's something new every, at least once a month to play. Like, I was yeah. playing Dead by Daylight last month.
0: Forza Horizon Five is out now. I've been playing Back for Blood, which has been great. Yeah. Uh, Halo. Uh, th- there's a lot. There's so many games on it that I've. It's cool because it's like. There's a lot of games that I've been like sort of interested in, and, and i have not can, enough to like buy for yeah, and I can like $20. try it out, and you know half the time like okay, well I not, like I that. don't want to commit twenty fucking hours to this, so yeah. at least now I know yeah, and uh, nothing nothing of value was lost. Also,
1: to go further into their Xbox integration with the PC, just actually completely seamless with cross-platform play. Yeah, like. You get an invite, you pop up a game bar on your PC, and you join an actual Xbox party,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you don't have to do like push to talk in the game or rely on the game's sometimes terrible voice communication. Yeah. You're in, and that kind of blew my mind. I haven't, maybe I've been out of the gaming sphere for a while, but like, I was like, wow, this integration is seamless. Like the cross, games that feature crossplay work seamlessly between Xbox and PC. It is awesome. Yeah. Um, not to sound chilly. But yeah, Xbox Game Pass rocks.
0: Yeah. Age so. of Vampires 4, which I, I played a, a couple of days of it and I'm like, "Well, I'm too old for real-time strategy games. My brain literally can't handle yeah. uh, It's like you're you're spinning a bunch of plates and juggling at the same time." No. Like, "Oh, I'm too old for this. I used to love this shit when I was like 12 years old, but can't do it anymore." But good to least, know. At least I know now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the other battle pass is it's a battle pass. It's 10 bucks. I got it cuz I like seeing explosions go off and getting uh, prizes and it's like, look, you know, I already paid for the Game Pass thing. The, a- yeah. Actually, if you don't even have Game Pass, you can still get it. Yeah. So it's like you're paying ten bucks to play multiplayer Halo, and it's great. And you get and you don't even have to do that.
0: Yeah. So that's just if you want the the battle part. unlockables. Yeah. You're gonna want the unlockables. We got a default skin over here. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm
1: currently rolling with the uh, default skin, but uh, upgrade soon. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna get out of here and go play Halo. So uh, thank you for watching. If you haven't already. Please watch yesterday's uh, new episode of Weekly Weird News if you want to see the the wildest band that has no business being the wildest punk rock band in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's just metal. And also uh, the latest episode of News Dump where we talk about YouTube getting rid of the dislike button. We talk about MoviePass. We talk about a bunch of stuff over there. Check both of those out. Like them, comment on them, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you soon.
0: Bye. Bye.